Well, I don't know about you folks, but I'm having the time of my life at the concert. Dobby Diamond gave me an autographed picture of him having sex with Anne Margaret in the movie Devil in His Pants. Britney Spears and I had a wonderful conversation about the challenges of parenthood while we were necking in the green room. And those mushrooms I bought from Captain Gash finally kicked in during the monogamy police department men's choir. Say, is that a raccoon over there selling hot dogs? Excuse me, I have to eat something right away. Rock, take over, will you? Sure, Harvey. Well, Harvey's right about one thing. That is a raccoon selling hot dogs. This is one crazy benefit concert, all right. I haven't seen performances this good since Watergate. Okay, I know you're anxious to hear the next act, so let's get to it, shall we? Here's Dobby Diamond to fill you in. And now, here to introduce our next act, legendary monogamy stage actor Sir Rodney Wanker, please welcome his son, the voice of beloved cartoon character Putsy the Pig Boy, Archie Wanker. Thank you, monogamy, for that warm welcome. You know, I was never able as an actor to achieve the fame and fortune of my father, Sir Rodney Wanker. I toil at my craft by doing cheesy voices for cheap cartoons for cash. But that has never stopped me from appreciating the magnificent acting of my father, Sir Rodney. Here now to present acting so incredible that it would crush a baby, my father, Sir Rodney Wanker. Tonight he will be reprising his famous role as King Lear and the dramatic scene on the moors. Oh, and as Patsy the pig boy would say, Butter eat them vegetables! Thank you, thank you. I begin. Blow winds and crack your cheeks. You blow, all right, winger. Rage blow, you cataracts and hurricanoes. Spout till you have drenched our steeples, drowned our cocks. <laughs> yes, yes, quiet, please, everybody. You'll throw me off my lines. Yes, ha ha, very funny. Please don't insult the bard. I continue. Oh, you sulfurous and thought-executing fire. Hey, you. You the stage manager? Uh, that's right. Uh, Mr. Diamond, uh, any problem? You bet there's a problem, Pally. My daughter Darby did the sound effects with his speech by Wanker for her school project. So? What do you mean, so? I can barely hear it. So Ronnie didn't want it to override his performance. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Half the audience left for drinks the moment he came on stage. The sound effects are the best part. Not much I can do, Mr. D. Well, you can turn up the volume. But, Sir Rodney... Look, you moron. Either you turn up that volume or I'll decorate these curtains with what little brains you have in that ugly skull of yours. Now do it! Um, stage manager to sound booth, come in. Yeah, uh, Chris, uh, turn up the volume on the wind. Yeah, you heard me. Turn it up. I don't know. Turn it up to... uh, How high does it go? Ten. Turn it up to ten. Yeah, Chris, turn it up to ten. Yeah, that's right. Ten. I know how many decibels that is. A jet plane. Yeah. Because Mr. Diamond says so, that's why... Yeah, yeah, that's good. Listen to that, will you? You can't even hear him. <laughs> hey, 
Say, you got any rain? Yeah, but the water in the tank is ice cold, so it would need to be warmed up. Turn it on. I'll give him a storm, all right. Oh, yeah. But, uh... Turn it on. Yes, sir. Ah! Oh, man, look at that. He's <laughs> Look, his beard fell off. The audience is loving it. <laughs> Wow, it's a Rodney moved me to tears. Or maybe it's this onion sandwich I'm chewing on. That's right, you heard me. An onion sandwich. You take two halves of an onion and shove a piece of bread in between. I got the idea from watching my favorite cooking show, Eat With Ed. That's got some great recipes, like chicken-tasting beer and fried tomato paste. Anyhow, let's listen in again on Sam and Ella Toad as they enjoy the concert. What do you think of Sir Rodney Wanker, Ella? Actually, I grew up with Rodney, Sam, and went to Monogamy Elementary School with him. And when we were kids, I've I've known him ever since he was a little wanker. So I'm a little biased. Ella, what did I say about using complex words like that, huh? What do you mean? Never use words with more than one syllable, Ella. Otherwise, they fill your head with too much information and your brain will explode. That's what happened to Cindy Lauper, you know. Oh. So you like Sir Rodney, then, even though we got wet? I loved him, Sam. Did you love him more than cheese balls? I guess not. Good, because I'm hungry for some cheese balls. They're selling Eat With Ed's cheese balls all over the arena tonight. I saw Ed make them on his cooking show once. You take a baseball and cover it with cheese, and then you eat it. They're amazing. Cheese balls! Get your red hot cheese balls, yep! Yo, vendor, I'll take a cheese ball. Toss one over. Here you go, pal. You ready? Of course. (laughs) Oh, oh. Oh, that's just great. You've knocked Ella unconscious. Now I'll have to go take her to the hospital. And she's got to go to war tomorrow. I'm sorry, mister. I'm sure she'll be okay. The cheese sort of softened the blow. Yeah, you're probably right. Darn it. Now we'll miss the end of the show. You want me to help you carry her up? Mm, no, that's okay. She looks pretty comfortable there lying in a spilled Coke and popcorn. I'll catch one more act and then we'll go. Say, is that an onion sandwich you got there? I'll take one of those. And another cheese ball, if you don't mind. On the house, pal. Oh, thanks. Poor Ella. Tough break. Getting knocked out like that. An eat with that cheese ball to the head can kill a guy. Believe me, I know. It's happened to me at least three times. And I once stopped the fat man from stealing the White House by tossing one through the windshield of his car. There's a bit of chaos happening right now in the audience as the paramedics remove Ella's body. They didn't want to touch her because she looked so hideous. And her wound was pretty nasty as well. But they finally are carrying her out. Meanwhile, on stage, my pals Smith and Wesson, along with Tommy the Coffee Boy, who just showed up at the Omni Bowl after getting a stomach pumped, are finishing their new hit song, Sick Sick World. Let's listen in, shall we? It's a sick sick world that we live in. It's a world filled with Pokemon hats. There are eagles on the beaches, who cares what the Bible preaches? Oh my god, I feel the same as last this is the dance break. I'll fill you in. Smitty is doing the splits right now. Oh, and Tommy the Coffee Boy is tapping up a storm. Here's Wesson now. He's dancing with a tiger. Pretty impressive. Now the three of them are weaving in between a Siamese contortionist. Wow. Now they have a clown in a tiny red car spraying them with seltzer water as they form a pyramid with blindfolded former prisoners of Guantanamo Bay. Here comes the big finish. A chorus line with kangaroos and street youths kicking up their legs in unison. <laughs> Brilliant. Come on, it's a sick, sick world that we live in. It's a sick, 
starting out, they wrote a couple of hit songs for me that turned my career around. Songs like, Itchy Itchy Balls Balls, and If It's Friday, You Must Be Susan, and of course, the theme song to Sal's Meats, which made me the star I am today. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard of acts like Mike Mandel and the amazing Kreskin. Well, those guys call themselves Impossibleists, because what they do is impossible. Well, our next act tonight is called an Improbabilist, because what he does is highly improbable. Just coming off a sold-out gig at Bernie Myers Bar Mitzvah, please give a warm monogamy welcome to the amazing mentalist Rigatoni Tortellini. Thank you. As the man said, I am a mental person. I can do amazing things with my mind. For instance, I will now bend this common household spoon with my mind. Quiet, please. Hey, he's just jamming the spoon into his forehead. Uh, There, see? Told you, one bent spoon. Now, for my next trick, I'm going to come down into the audience and read some of your mind. I'm getting vibrations over here, powerful vibrations, very powerful. You, sir, your name is Stephen, correct? No, it's Bob. It's Stephen. No, it's Bob. Look into my eyes, your name is Stephen, am I right? Yes, it is Stephen. Thank you. Stephen, I am getting powerful vibrations from you. I see you having amazing sex with a beautiful woman. My God, you guys are hot. You're slamming her from behind as she moans in ecstasy. Oh, oh yes. Oh, wow. Oh. So, this pretty lady with you must be Sheila. No, I'm Nancy, you bastard Bob. I am Stephen. I am Steven. Sorry about that, uh, folks. I am uh, moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> oh, God, Daryl. I sure hope he didn't come over here and try to read our brains. Why not, Dwayne? On account of you ain't got no brains. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Hey, quit shooting each other, you two. That's not supposed to happen until later when I bring you up on the stage. Okay. I'm getting vibrations from this gentleman over here. Powerful vibrations. Very powerful. Hey, what, what are you doing, man? Get your hand off my head. I'm reading your mind. Your name is Gordon, am I right? Yes. Thank you. Now, Gordon, you are a very sad man right now. 
Yes, I am. You recently lost your job, didn't you? Yes. Your wife left you last week and ran off with a circus monkey named Crystal. Yes. Your little dog, Senior Boots, was run over. Yes. And you have no penis. Yes, yes, God, it's all true. I may as well be dead. Thank you. Thank you very much. Rigatoni Tortellini, everybody. Amazing. How's everyone doing, huh? Feeling okay? Ready to laugh? Okay. Our next act is a local guy who's climbed the circuit all the way to the top of the circuit. Fresh from playing for the AA meeting in the basement of St. Augustine's Blessed Sacred Cow Church on Market Street, none other than the Black Poet. The poet thanks me. The poet is glad to be here. Actually, the poet is glad to be anywhere that doesn't involve screaming and crawling through the sewers, clutching at the metal grate that separates him from the world, his fingers stabbing up through the slime of the gutter, only to be trampled under the filthy shoes of the passing horde, bones cracking, nails ripped back into bloody stumps. Anybody here from out of town? Poet doesn't really give a shit, man. Told him to say it. Port's gonna read a couple of pieces from his latest book, Fish Hook Slippers. I hope you forgive me later. Later at night. This piece is entitled The Poet Rises. The Poet Rises in the Morning Gloom. He pushes the coffin like covers aside and heads out of the room. He pisses on the toilet seat, he spits in the bathroom sink, howls at the birds on the roof next door, burning in the city stink. He wanders to the kitchen, reaches for a box of sugar-coated death flakes, and feeling like he has the pox, he eats them. Crunch, 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 crunch. He swallows the tiny blades down his parched and swollen throat. They cut and scar and slice as they slide, landing like a plane crash deep inside. Probably should have had them with milk. Thank you. And now, a piece I didn't actually write, but to me it represents all that exists in the world... That can crush a man's soul. Please, for God's sake, I'm begging you. Please stop. No. No, not that one. But please stop was a good one, too. You'd be surprised how many times I could request for that one. Anyway, I think you'll recognize my next poem. Take me out. To the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts, cracker jacks. I don't care if I ever get back. Yeah, it's root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two. Three strikes and you're out at the old ball game. Thank you. Good night. 
Wow, what a downer the Black Poet is. He makes quaaludes and scotch seem like uppers. Man, oof. Thank God. Here's Dobby Diamond again. You gotta hand it to Thaddeus Porker. He sure knows how to put together an uplifting lineup, doesn't he, folks? Ladies and gentlemen, let's not forget why we're here tonight, to fight the deadly disease called the spillage. Please welcome the man doing more than anyone else to combat this plague, Mercy General Hospital Administrator, Jim Hargrove. Thank you, Dobby. Well, what a show so far, hmm? Uh, yes, uh, everybody feeling a little sick? What? Just wondering... You should be by now. What are you talking about, Jim? Hmm? Oh, uh, sorry, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm just feeling a little odd. You know, I took these antidote pills a while ago that that mushroom-headed alien gave me. Antidote pills? Antidote for what, the spillage? What alien? What are you talking about? Uh, nothing, nothing. <laughs> God, what am I saying? Uh, so dizzy. <laughs> um, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, you know, as Dobby mentioned, that we're all here for a special reason. To fight the spillage. But we can't do it alone. We need the entire community of monogamy to help. It's the people of this town that make it so special. We are monogamy. Please welcome now the Monogamy City Choir, made up of file clerks, garbage men, and sewage maintenance workers, singing our city's theme song, We Are Monogamy. Oh, my God. 
But is this when I go on? Yes, that's right, Miss Spears. Just like I promised, the last act of the night, the big finale. Well, thank goodness. I was getting worried there for a minute. You know, I wrote a brand new song for this benefit. Did you? I did. It's called Look at Me World, I Have No Pants On. And it would have been quite a shame if I'd come all this way and waited around all night and did get a chance to sing it. You can say that again. Okay, it would have been quite a shame if yeah, I'd yes, go yes, all right, this right, way right, and right, 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 get ready now. I'll count you in on stage. Here we go. On three. One... Two. Excuse me, are you the stage manager? Which way to the stage? I have an important emergency announcement. Yes, sir, Dr. Cutter. Right this way. Hey, wait a minute. Sorry, Missy. There must be a medical emergency. You'll have to wait. I don't think so. Let me on. Let me on. No, Missy. No, I demand you do something about this situation right now. I want you to do something about it. All right. I said yeah, something. Back. All right. All okay. right. There. That's better. Citizens of monogamy, I don't need to tell you who I am. Who are you? I'm Matt Cutter, M.D., and I have an important announcement to make. It concerns the spillage disease and will affect everybody in the room. I have discovered something. Something incredibly important. And that something is... That thing I'm about to tell you... Right now... That thing is... Wow. Matt Cutter, MD, interrupting the concert like that? He must have something pretty important to tell us. And say, isn't that Tweedle, the escaped alien criminal beside him? You know... The mushroom-headed alien spore guy? Ah, damn it. We've run out of time. Arv, finish it up, will ya? I'm going to the lobby for a smoke and a massage. Sure thing, Rock. Well, whatever Matt Cutter, M.D., has to say to the people of monogamy, it'll have to wait till next week's final episode. What does Matt have to tell them? Why is Tweedle standing beside him? Will the spillage ever be stopped? Are there any more cheese balls around? Who was the starting pitcher for the Oakland A's in Game 5 of the ALCS against the Blue Jays? For the answers to these questions, and many more like them, be sure to tune in next week for the final episode of... There is a place with rolling hills And cut-down trees and oil spills Where folks are pure and love their lives they don't love horse. They love their wives. The summer sun shines from above. The folks below all share their love. When darkness comes, we beat it down with sticks and bats that we have Yeah, that is why.
monogamy 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 monogamy